Yo, 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 ha ha, yeah, you have now entered Squared Circle 101, you got your man, the Italian Stallion, Mr. Pinky Ring Shining, and with me today, I'm gonna call him Balrog from Street Fighter, my man Shooter, how you feeling today, man? Man, I'm doing all right. A little upset and irritated, but you know how that goes, man. Sometimes it happens with Take Two. <laughs> but make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101 or at Gmail for some feedback because we're begging for it at Squared Circle 101 or talk a little smack on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. And you know where that's at, Instagram. Now, we had another good fight weekend going on here, and we're going to get right into it, because I'm feeling it, I'm feeling it, and I'm feeling good, and if you want to feel good, be better with the best. Three years running, that's imrcf.com, forward slash contact, only place is a Tacoma to get the workout and a show, get your dollars ready, or if not, visit another location that's still almost as fun. But if you're in Western Washington, check it out. We had a dude just randomly show up today, apparently, word on the street from Shooter. Nah, man, he didn't just ran up. He was a drop in, but uh, one of my coaches told me don't uh, don't ease up on him, and mm-hmm. so we ended up uh, having him gassed out, showing him how we do it down now, here. Now he didn't show up for the two week free trial, but I wish he did because he'd be hearing it right now. You know nah, if he showed up for the two week free trial, he wouldn't he wouldn't be a member after what we did to him. That's right. That's uh wow. You just scared everybody away. Good job. <laughs> nah, Good job. Man, we, uh, one of the things we had just had Memorial Day pass, so one of the things that's really big in the CrossFit arena is called the murph challenge mm-hmm. which is you run a mile then you do 100 pull-ups right after the that challenge? then you do i said murph, murph not milf so you do run a mile you do 100 pull-ups 200 push-ups 300 squats and then we run another mile after that man so it's something that uh this guy named i'm murph, gonna start to question uh, the names that they choose with these crossfit workouts you got the snatch the clean now the murph or the, was it the muff the, 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 no, sorry, my bad. i'm sorry <laughs> but anyways let's move forward make sure you check them out i am rcf.com that's i-a-m rcf.com rcf crossfit now that you're feeling good make me feel better oh i sure can man yeah, i'm glad you did you know this is take two which we don't really we do, don't do it. we don't we we haven't done take it we just had some half, uh, technical okay. difficulties so episode 46 we do we did 45 episodes with no mistakes one take jay-z did and yep. then today my man sunny illy raced the file yeah it happens <laughs> What are you going to do? Nah, man. That's why so, we got to start going live. Actually, this way, even if I mess it up, it's already out there. We can convert it into audio or something. Hey, yo, we're going to work though, on that one. It's, um, this actually fits perfectly since we had to do this take two. Live and learn. If the plan doesn't work, change the plan, not the goal. That's right. And then, so even though we had to miss some uh, circumstance mm-hmm. this morning. The goal ain't changed. The goal the finish ain't line's changed. Still there. Hey, we going to make do what's due. That's right. And that's what we're going to do. And that's what we're here to do today is discuss the sweet science. Ooh, you know when the buildup's coming. He's about to say it. Pretty soon I'm going to market that. You got to pay me to say it. To pay me that, to say me. Right? Is that right? That's right. Well, let's get to it, man. We're actually on the time saying. crunch today, man. But you know what? we still going to bring you guys a roll. And we're going to recap this fight weekend. Start off with a fight that happened on Sunday, man. He's actually from Las Vegas, Nevada. I got a lot of love for him. my man Bryce Harper versus uh, Hunter Strickland came in. The best thing about this was uh, shout out to CompuBox with his little stat. 
Yeah, hey, first of all, man, I want you to give a shout out to my team in the first place, NL East, the Washington Nationals. If y'all don't know, I'm a DMV native, so right. all of my teams come out of there. We're currently holding down, but my man Bryce Harper is holding it down in the, I guess you would call it the diamond circle. The out diamond there, the, circle. The baseball there, diamond yeah. circle. No, I think they just saying they got the money for the diamonds, so it's just a circle now. It was almost like a, it's like a half circle if you really think about it. Well, whatever, man. If y'all ain't seen it, make sure you check it out. Well, yes, man, he, they, eased up on the suspension hey, but he, he came with the only a, uh, photo finish punch out of the entire melee hey most popular up. one hey if he's known for one punch he definitely is now hey I'm check this out i'll watch a conor mcgregor bryce harper fight man i think bryce Ooh. i i can see that boxing match that's more that, reasonable two bearded brothers <laughs> battling it out in the <laughs> in the half octagon the all right man let's dugout. get to it let's get to it man now i thought bryce harper got the better part of that anyways but Let's talk about what I thought was a great fight, and I thought a potential fight of the year, George Groves versus Fedor Chudinov. Chudinov. Great fight. Great fight. I'm not a little disappointed in you because you told me about it and you hyped it up before I even get to see it. You told me it was a fight of the year candidate, and it was just like that. I'm not going to disagree partly. I don't know about fight of the year, but it was a great fight for the most part, man. It was a bloody, brutal battle. So this was for the WBA super middleweight title at 168. We got George Groves, who's the vet, coming in at 25 and three with 18 knockouts Last versus three attempts at this failed. Yeah, Fedor, and then versus Fedor Chudinov, an up and comer, 14 wins, only one loss, controversial uh, decision. That's right. For with a guy who tested positive for banned substances. So, yeah, so the the loss shouldn't even be on there. But 10 knockouts. So we had a dude that I, I told you a little bit earlier. He was kind of like a poor man's Sergey Kovalov, a broke man's which is Kovalev. I don't know. I mean, that's not really a. Well, he's already European Russian, so he's probably started broke. That's why he's a fighter. It's uh, usually what they lean towards. With in that kind of. Uh, I didn't mean actually poor. I just oh. mean just not a. <laughs> a poor man's version. Just, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. yeah like man, what? I thought, you were, I thought you were attacking his uh, class. No. In, hey, uh, you, man, know, you know me. I ain't got no room to attack anybody's <laughs> class. The slap anybody's class. I'm sorry. Let's get back. Oh, yeah. Bryce Harper, you got a hood pass? Bryce Harper does have a hood pass, but it is in limbo. So as long as he's playing for the Washington Nationals, he's Don't sign the Yankees deal. You don't sign the Yankees. Don't sign anywhere else, man. Your hood pass will be provoked if... If I find out you're anywhere Rebels, else, man, Rebels. you're my favorite player. You're my boy, Blue. I don't, I don't need you. Blue. I don't, I don't need you gone, man. Now George Grove got a knockout in the sixth round. I, I started to think he might have been fading, but then I think that the you said the fifth round is when we started seeing some good counter. Round punches. four, he um he really started picking his counter punches, and he was precise. He was surgical with it. Now, which bothered me at fir- not not that part, but Fedor Chudinov kept coming forward. He ate all the punches stopping. and in. The beginning part, George Groves had a lot of movement. He was nervous about his power, but Fedor was really solid. He was really powerful. He walked through all of his shots. Now, a lot of times, if you can't outsmart him or position him right or keep him at bay, um, you just have to stand and fight. And which he which he did, man. He ended up catching him with what was that an overhand right? Mm -hmm. Ended up catching with a straight right. And it rocked him, and then he just got on top of him. Yep. Pause, no pun intended. And just stayed there. Pause, no pun intended. <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> he just right. ended he up staying there, he and then uh, he finished him off. Ref had to step in the middle of that. Hey, a good win for George Grove. I'm glad to see him get it for his three attempts. He had uh, two exciting ones with Carl Frock, one to Badoo Jack that he kind of gave up from a knockdown in the early rounds. But 
he's there. But now, what are you going to do with it? Because now he looks like he's destined for a third fight with uh, James DeGaulle. James DeGaulle. So that'll be good to see, I guess. Um, two you never countrymen. Know, you never know. It, it, this could be the British version of Gotti War, basically. They're going to have the good big trilogy. And one thing I noticed, uh, they showed a uh, picture of Nassim Hamed. Man, yeah. that guy got hella right? fat, man. Oh, I was, you. it like, man. Uh, it was one of those things where it's just like I had to check myself as a boxing aficionado. I was, I was like, they put him on, I was like, who is that? No, and I've seen him before. I seen him before big, but it yeah. just really dawned on he me how fat he was. He's a spokesman in American fast food commercials right now. He, yeah, he looked like he's invested in a few McDonald's, and, he, and he's life. short, so like he can still play like a little fat kid if you want. What was he, what was he a featherweight? <laughs> a lightweight? You no, know, what he yeah, was fighting? Yeah, yeah. What was he? Like 126, 135 pounds. So he was yeah, like yeah. a featherweight, yeah, like, like a super featherweight. Dude, yeah. He was really small. He was amazing, but he was amazing. Yeah. But I hey, it's, he I'm, pick up that like. You know, I thought Ricky Hatton fell off bad. Nah, he, Ricky, he fell Ricky under. Hatton, Ricky Hatton, at least, I mean, he went to that depressive slump and put on all that weight, but, yeah, but Prince The Nassim. difference was Ricky, weight, Ricky Hatton gained weight while doing coke, which should be a difficult thing to do just by status quo and, and pure stereotype alone. How do you get fat doing coke? This shouldn't happen. Shouldn't happen. Especially if you're a dude walking around Manchester who's who should be getting it easy. Now, George Groves, Fedor Chuvnar, and Chudinov, not in discussion, maybe, maybe not. Great fight. Now, we had a year of great F possible fight of the year candidates, FOT-wise. Kell Brook versus Earl Spence Jr. may have been another one. Talk about a classic battle. Now, I think shoot a pick Kell Brook on this one. Uh, you a damn lie. You know I didn't. You didn't say Kell Brook. No, I, thought I, you said, say, no. I thought you said special something. No, I said it would be a special fight. That's oh. as far as special. I thought you said special K would win. No, not at all, man. We can go back to the tape okay. on that. No, I told no you, I, told you I had no physical evidence or any polished, you know, hearsay well, or why I think I had none of that. I just felt like Earl Spence was going to bring it, which he did. He did. He did definitely bring it. Kel Brook looked amazing in the beginning rounds now. Never play the lotto. Invest your money good now, Mr. Brook, Mr. Special K, because uh, luck is not on your side by any means because his last fight against Triple G and an amazing fight of six rounds of actions, but this was a great fight of 11 rounds of action, but somewhere in the seventh round, he, he broke his left eye socket and the now, right one broke the last time? Well, yeah, because you think about it, if you're right, most of the time when Wait, you're right eye... Now, what are the odds of this happening? First, Andre Durrell... His second time, he got fouled, either illegally, and God, this is the second time this has happened to Kell Brook. His a little bit worse. Think about it. Think yeah. about it. You first, you fight Triple G, who is a strong, powerful boxer. He, if he's hitting, he was hit, his jab was beautiful. Triple G hits you with that jab over and over repeatedly for the first five, six rounds, whatever, however long it went. He's jabbing with his left. He's jabbing with his left hand. So that's taking care of the right eye. That's just where the placement is. Then you fight somebody like Earl Spence, who's another power puncher. He has the same thing going on. He He's southpaw, so he's hitting you with that right hand, and he's mm -hmm. taking care of that other eye. When Earl Spence first started this fight, he came in a little, little timid right, and right. hesitant. Now, it's got to be, right? There was, what, 50,000, 30,000, probably way more? Yeah, and there which, was, was, which was, it was crazy about, to me. It was equal to amount of, I guess you would say, a terrorist target or something like that? But, <laughs> no. But anyway. So this was for the IBF 
147 welterweight uh, title. Yep. We got Kel Brook, who came in the Stacking champion, 36-1 and one with 25 knockouts. That lost Ooh. to Triple G, who we just discussed. How is he the champ, but he is not the favorite? Well, who and really comes back huge. from the loss on Triple G? He big. He, he looked big, big, big. real big. Real and big. even Earl Spence said that after a fight. He was just like, hey, yo, man. He's, he's a lot bigger than I thought, right? Thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Earl Spence, mad props to him. Classy dude. Perfect gentleman in the ring. Even afterwards, he you know, no bad blood. Uh, shout out to Kel Brook, too. Uh, eye socket was broken in the seventh round, and he took the knee at the end of the in the middle of the eleventh round. So, hey, I don't know. So that having breaking in the eye socket before, when that second time it happens, you know exactly what happens when it happens. So as far as Back up, man. Get off. Hold up, man. Talking to my future sponsor, Jameson. That's Uh, lonely. Hey, matter of fact, speaking of, Jameson, Crown Royal, Mangria, man, we drink you guys every episode. I'm going to need you guys to start sponsoring some of this instead of us coming out of our own pocket. You hear this? Especially you, Jameson. Well, I actually love all of it is, you know, lovely. I never like this stuff. I barely do now. But but, um, what was crazy, round 10 was when Earl Spence scored the knockdown. And I thought he should have taken the rest of the round off, but Kel Brook came back. He shows a lot of fight oh. and a lot of grit. I he's, like Kel I'm a Brooke. fan. He, like, he made a fan out of me, for sure. He, Yeah, I like him, and I like his demeanor, how he handles himself. Mm-hmm. He came in there as the proven veteran, hey, and he's, he's been through it. Everybody told him to vacate it. What did he say? He said, I'm not giving up my belt. I'm not giving it up. I'm just not giving it up. Everything, that was, this was one of these moments where pride... Well, Pride gave us a great fight. That's all I can say. I'm gonna say that. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna say the jokes. Hey yo, when you had one I, in mind, what were you thinking? His his eye looked like a camel toe. <laughs> <laughs> that, if you guys uh, watching that fight or if you see it, like well, I thought it was gonna be the reference of Pride, but like, you look at his face. Hey, Kel Brook, that eye, toe. that eye though. <laughs> yeah. So should we change camel toe to a uh, Kel Brook wink or something? Hey, like that? A special K wink. She got that. Uh, she, no, got she got that Kel K? Brook in the, in the yoga pants. Just got that, <laughs> that special K over there, man. Kel Brook wow. in the yoga pants. I guess it's a nickname you don't want to earn as a fighter, but if if you don't know, look it up, search it, and you can find that on the Squared Circle app. It's available in iOS and Android, Google Play. Check it out. Kell Brook, Mad Beast, Earl Spence, now top 147. Is he the guy that everybody should be gunning for? Who I or I think it's gonna be uh, my man one time that everybody should be gunning for, but. Everybody, nobody wants to fight this man. Nobody. I say Errol Spence clears out one forty-seven. That's no. I, that. He can. I, I, he cannot be Keith Thurman today. Yes, you can. Good thing the fight's not going to happen, or else this would be a two-hour show. No, he can beat Keith Thurman today. The reason why is Keith Thurman had a problem with Sean Porter. Mm-hmm. No, he didn't. He won. He no. I I didn't say he didn't win. I said he had a problem with Sean Porter. It was and then also was when difficult. you have somebody when you have somebody like Danny Garcia and you're scared of his no look hook and Danny Garcia don't even carry power like that. You're gonna have to no you, when you, Errol Spence has Swing. the quickness. He has the smarts and he has the power to put Keith Thurman out. Last two Keith Thurman fights between Sean Porter and Danny Garcia, he looked a little timid. He he was smart. I understand he fought smartly, and I will give Keith Thurman that. Okay, but then you're was, saying that Errol Spence one, can was outsmart Keith Thurman in yes. the ring. Yes. It's a bold statement, bro. I don't care what you now, say. Yeah. Now, I'm a, what I will give you, say, maybe the edge on this one is because you could maybe argue that Earl Spence has more experience now fighting on a higher level or, I guess, on, on a bigger stage. 
than one time. Yeah. Because we saw that fight on on TV at, at a bar for oh. the Keith Thurman yeah, and uh, Danny Garcia. And you saw it. And you saw two guys Special talking, K. running their mouth. And oh, the then whole you time. get into it. You, you guys turned into a jab match. There was no hooks, no right. no straights. Now, these it guys were talking timid. smack, too. And we saw that at the the small version of T-Mobile Arena. Um, <laughs> that I had to quickly erase the photos online. Man, you're trying to get us fired. You know what I'm saying? But hey, hey, hey. You know what I'm saying? It was, I had people hit me up. I was like, yo, what happened? That was funny, dog. That was funny. But Kell Brook, Earl Spence Jr., let's talk about Kell Brook cleaning up 154, maybe? What do you think he's going to do with that? I think Kell Brook... I wouldn't mind him moving up. We got Eris Larry Londa. We got one of the Charlos still. Can, hey, can you still. pronounce his name right? You know who he is. Pronounce Aris his name Landy right. Lara. So at super, at super welterweight at 154, you got Erickson Lubin, the hammer, which we have not seen in a while. This is another guy who with the uh, Antonio Brown haircut. I really I really like that guy. He's one of those. He yeah. has an Andre Berto bill. Shouldn't it be called like the old kid in play or something? No, nah, Bobby man, Brown did that Nino first. Nino Brown. Nino Brown. He's yeah, more of a Nino Brown. Right, yeah, you are one Brown. Mo one Brown. Brown. Ooh, but you got Jamel Charlo, Eris Randy Laura, uh, Demetrius Andrade, uh, Jared Swift Hurd, yeah, Miguel right. Cotto. Ooh, you got right. Yoshihiro Kamagai, who has a fight coming up. Ooh, against Miguel Cotto. Yeah. That's right. Uh, you got Julian Williams. I mean, but there's there's a lot of names out here Wait, that he can. Did that fight get made with Miguel Cotto or it didn't because. Oh, that's right. He signed the Golden Boy. Yeah, Miguel Cotto signed the Golden Boy. You actually told me that. Now, I want to see Kel Brook fight Miguel Cotto out of all those names. I think that would be a better matchup, uh, probably a better draw, because you got new, new the new campaign versus the... Uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of like a political thing. You got the new campaign and, and the veteran who's been... You know, he, he had his chance as, as the governor. You know, what I, you know what I like more than smart boxers? Well, I'm not even going to say... I like more than it. Is this, is this I cannot your, lie. This I your, cannot lie. This is debit? <laughs> debit? No, that's the butt. That's the and, butt. and I also play tennis. <laughs> but no, I like uh, I like fighters who are tough and then all of their losses are great losses. Give me you the got, top three right now. Rank them from 147. Top three rank at 147? Earl Spence, Keith Thurman, Danny Garcia. Now we... We were talking this is potential fight of the year. The other candidates we had, one was on the same card. It was uh, the same card of the Triple G, right? So we had Chocolatito and Norm Visai. Triple G, Daniel Jacobs. What are you talking about? The fight of the year candidates, FLTY. What did you what did you just tell me what's oh, the yeah, top I'm three sorry, welterweight? Man, hey. Oh, my bad. Hey, what's, are you high? Yes. <laughs> Stay on top of it, man. This will, Look, do your job. See. Do your happens. job. You said you want to be on top and like mess, let me mess Pause. up. Pause. Go ahead and Pause. finish. Pause. Hurry up, finish. No, what, what, are you, what are you asking me? You're asking me who's top the top three. Top three welterweights, 147. I just named him Earl Spence. I'm taking the number one, Keith mm-hmm. Thurman, because he did beat Danny Garcia. He did beat Danny Garcia. The number three spot goes Danny to Garcia. Danny Garcia. Number three. So Danny Garcia. So nowhere in this top three you have Manny Pacquiao at all. No. Not at all. No. Okay. Because he's fighting Jeff somebody. Jeff Horn. Jeff somebody. Je- you're going to make me side with your pops and pick Jeff Horn just because you're not respecting him. Now, I didn't respect him because of the fight that Manny Pacquiao took, but Do your you lack of respect. Manny Pac might be taking this one a little lightly, kind of like me. You, I, I Honestly, I don't know because we've posted it on our Facebook a few times. I've heard Manny Pacquiao looks terrible. In training camp, but then Skip I heard the many. Day. Yeah, but then I heard Manny Pacquiao looks great, mm-hmm. and then, so one of the latest reports that I've been reading, I read that Manny Pacquiao looks great. So I'm gonna 
you don't know which Manny Pacquiao you're going to get. He's going to show up. That's right. We don't know. This is probably this is this reminds me of a little bit of uh, Andre Berto versus Floyd Mayweather. Um, Keith Thurman does not have a fight lining up for the rest of this year so far because you got know, the they operation. Were, they were talking about how convenient it is. So Keith Thurman and Danny Garcia they fought mm-hmm. in March, early March, yep. March March fourth, I think it what it was. Mm-hmm. And then you got all this hype around Earl Spence, and Earl Spence beats a big welterweight with That's a right. lot of power big and, Kel- and Kel Brook. Because he remember he just came down from middleweight, 160 pounds, and make 147 easy, easy, easy. power that boy's transferred. Weapon X, bro. Power transferred, no sluggishness. Looked like he was if, in really if good. If his state. eye socket heals in like a month. And we see him partying or something. That's Weapon X. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you. Next movie's gonna be called Kel. <laughs> Right, right, right. I hate you. Fight of but the year 2017. Fight of the year 2017. So, I think the first one on the list should be Chocolate Tito. No, no, hold on. Stop talking. I'm talking. All right. So, <laughs> this is our 46th episode. Right. And so, we're still under a year as far as how many episodes we got once a week. Hey, don't go, don't go nowhere. How much time we got left? No. <laughs> no. So, we're still under a year as far as how many mm-hmm. weeks that we've actually been there. So we're still yep. under a year. But at the beginning of January this year, we were a little bit more, what do you call it? Organized for the most part, as well as we can be. For two disorganized people, we were pretty much organized. So no, we actually at, got uh, all of the Barely anything else in our life that's disorganized, but go ahead. No, really, real talk. So yeah. at the end of last year, when we started doing the KTFOs uh, of the year and the fight of the years and all those, we were we just had to look up all the great fights and yep. try to do it. But this, no, we actually have a list of everything that's going down. So for the fight of the year, and I like going over this for the simple fact that you forget about some of these fights, and then you, when you get the recap, you're just like, ah, I like that. I remember that. So one of the first fight of the year candidates, let me see where we at, was Triple G and Daniel Jacobs. Now, that happened in April, right? No, that happened in middle of March. Middle so of March, March 18th so, is when that so happened. So we're not going to put Danny Garcia and Keith Thurman on the list? Hold no. on. No, because okay. that was... Okay. You know how we hyped that fight? That was fight half of the fight of the year, yeah. It was, okay, we really hyped that fight. We, we hyped it up for everybody bar, else. brought everybody yeah. else there, and then... Half of it, was still, it was still good, but it just wasn't there. On that same card as the Triple G versus Daniel Jacobs, we had Chocolate Tito versus Sarung Saren Vise. That's the one that I got right on the, the scorecard itself. You did. You, you did. You picked that one out. So. I had it right exactly the same as the judges. And yeah. I had the next one right the same as the judges that you could say, uh, but just not for the right victors. It was it the Carlos Quadras fight? Yeah, the Chocolate Tito and uh, I mean, the Triple G. Yeah. Uh, also, we had we just had it just pass on the 29th of April. Anthony Joshua versus Vladimir Klitschko. That was a great fight of the year candidate. Now, a lot of people, when we talked about like boxing diet, some of them would blame it on the heavyweights, and that could have been a revival right there for some to believe, but action packed, baby. Great. And then also, we have this one that just passed. I'm not putting your boy George Groves in the fight of the year talk. I'm just not going to do it. But then you had Earl Spence versus Kell Brook. Well, good thing this word talk, and I just put him in it by talking about it, so it's too late. What are you going to do now? But I still say Anthony Joshua's probably got the nod on this one. Him and uh, the Dr. Steel Hammer, his, that's his porn name, um, for the candidate because that was an exciting battle between just two massive dudes just slugging it out. Shout-outs to them. Now, there was a TMZ Sports who uh, posted a... I would have called a video from like, 
2005, the first camera phone. So it was uh, the dude. I only, unfortunately, I don't even know the name of the guy who got knocked out the ring. So if you go to Facebook.com, Squared Circle 101, you can find this KTFO. Rick Dogging got knocked out on by some dude on his first professional fight. Don't remember the name, but it was happening outside of Chicago. Now, he went out like Bernard Hopkins. Outsider. And it was terrible how he fell out of the ring because when he once he got he got knocked up against the ropes. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't paying attention to you, but it is on our Facebook uh, page, facebook.com forward slash square. Just go check it out if you want to see who scored it, it. It's on there. Now, he got We're knocked in a up sport against where sometimes ropes. you get more famous by getting knocked out than scoring it. This is what happens. Hey, Mr. Irrelevant, the last, right. pick in the, the last pick in the football draft yep. is more popular than the person who got picked before him. That's right. Sometimes even you're, when you're a loser, you're a winner. Yeah, that's right. Like, but uh, Aaron but with that one, he got, knocked, he got knocked up against the ropes, mm -hmm. and then he kind of sat down on the ropes as it was going down, and then just fell out of the ropes. You can't do that. But one thing I do like about uh, that for that KTFO, I like the caption that, that had the one you posted. It said, a boxer in Indiana started off his pro career this weekend by obliterating his opponent's face with a shot that <laughs> sent the guy through bludgeoned. the ropes. This bludgeoned. week was obliterated. Obliterated and bludgeoned. I need more violent words like that used when it comes to boxing, just for a simple fact that – I say simple fact a lot. Yeah. Well, also, the simple fact is those <laughs> are the words that, that create – Makes it exciting. That, not only that, it describes the violence without a cuss word. A lot of times you gotta be like, man, he effing fill in the blanks. You yeah. know what I'm saying? These are words where you just say, because <laughs> bludgeoning uh, one word is a lot better than punch. That's right. Or could you describe the loss of one word? Bludgeoned. <laughs> and usually, bludgeoned is when it has to be done with a violent crime. You're on it? Obliterated. Yeah. O B L I. That's the difference between a slap on the wrist and a life sentence. The wording you use. Right. <laughs> I'm a little upset. You beat I was him on up or bludgeoned. Bludgeoned. What did bludgeoned? Bludgeoned. Bludgeoned him for ten years. I bludgeoned him. He's out. Like every gladiator, started off with an undefeated record and went out with one loss. Those are the rules. It's a gladiator. This is why we do it, and it's the sweet science. Now you can see that KTFO. It's on Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle One One. We'll get it up in the KTFO section that we made famous with the hashtag. You know who did it? Now uh, speaking of what we made famous, man. Uh, you you've been telling me that we got a couple people out there that's been listening to becoming fans of the show and not just becoming fans they're still in a lot of the style man man man, man swagging jacking that's that's all i could think of some mixed swagging that's what they be that's what you call them some mixed swaggers because they be jacking it all day that's all they doing now because you you got your first the sunny yale md i'm the original mike doctor and i'll say that all day we got the fake there's another fake one out there but i'm the real md i'm the original one we got cats, they, they've always been known as the analyst shows, talking, boxing talk. Let's talk about that. How he likes to fight off his back foot and keep the jab. He looks really sharp there, Shooter, and that's all I want to tell him. But I, nobody can beat him at this weight. But nah, they, they're just trying to be a little bit more entertaining. And that's something, a process that you either natural I understand. Or you, I understand wanting to be business. entertaining. Now, see, you're going to know this better than me because I just don't give it. I don't care what they're doing. Yeah. I, I really don't. But... As far as mimicking, and then you see how they run their 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 show <laughs> and what they do, how they promote and all that is kind of it's kind of similar. It's now, even even though we got forty six episodes deep, man, we're 46. still rookies. It, apparently, we got we got enough of a following to where people are following mm -hmm. and people are recognizing what we're doing out here. Hey, 
Respect, respect that's right, that's the right. king. You know what I'm saying? Because run with us, run from us. Class will tell over time for sure, but we trust the process, right? That's how we do it. I but, like that. You like that? You like that? Only, only old listeners are going to get those references. And Go back and dig in anything, the archives. I, there's one thing I do believe is that our energy transcends because even let's say they never heard us, it doesn't change that I still believe that every word I say could give you chills if I say it the right way. Also, that same energy will f- spread out through the airwaves of the internet, the inv- invisible cloud that nobody knows what it means, what it is, but that's what they tell you to believe. Same with the feelings I transmit here. Now, let's talk about the feelings Oscar De La Hoya has about this possible McGregor McConnor or M- McGregor versus Mayweather fight. He's a. He's a hater. He's but a, okay, so. Is he wrong? Go. I'll let you so go. So he, he wrote an open letter, gay. But open letter to everybody asking to boycott the fight because it's bad for the sport of boxing. Okay. What if Mayweather came out and said, hey, everybody should boycott Canelo versus Liam Smith because we vacated the titles to go fight to fight Liam Smith instead of Triple G? If he did, which one's worse for the sport between the two? Well, all I know is Canelo vacated the title, so it automatically looks like he's running. It looks like he's running, but he's not making a WWE. Why would you go out? Why, did, why are you going out of your way to bash Mayweather? Like I swear, I'm not anything. To bash I, Mayweather. No, no, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about De La Hoya. Oh, yeah, yeah. It seems like after De La Hoya lost to Mayweather in that split decision, which on paper is Mayweather's closest fight, that majority old was that the bus De La Hoya. Yeah, it, was, it was split. It was split. So that split decision. Ever since then, De La Hoya has been hyping everybody up to beat Mayweather. Hey, Sugar Shane, you got Victoria it. Victoria Ortiz is hey, supposed to do it. Hey, you. yeah, Victor or- Victoria. Do you that's, call him Victoria that's Ortiz? Call him. That's funny. That, Victor- <laughs> so, and Floyd knocked him out, but then you got Canelo. Hey, you're young. You got he's school, hyping up, and school. then now the Floyd's not even in here. He's making his own money, staying in his own lane, as Lavar Ball would say. He's you know hey, Let everybody should Lavar boycott. Lavar Ball's dad. No, Lavar Ball dad. is the dad. Okay, wait. Lonzo Ball Lonzo's is the son. Lonzo Ball is the son. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure. Now, Michael Collins has been vocal about it. He said he wanted to help McGregor prepare for Mayweather. I want to know what help. I don't know what he's going to do. He's going to send a bunch of YouTube links to the fight. That's how he's going to help. So, three slaps in the face that comes to, to mind when it comes at no pun intended. Yeah. What do the hands say to the face? So, one, you've been in this game. you got two fights. How are you going to teach an amateur fighter how to box Mayweather. It's a slap in the face. Amateur boxer anyways, but he's a professional MMA fighter. You know, He's still an amateur boxer. Amateur he, boxer. Whether he wins or whether he loses, he's yes. either going to be 1-0 and 0 and 0-1. And I've always said that every corner should two, have that dude, two. the hype man. You know what I'm saying? You got to have that guy that's going to just, like a Teddy Atlas style that's just not even a trainer, but he's just there to, to blow it up your butt. Get your fire burning to go out there to either win or die. We are firemen. That's right. Because what are we, we either going to win or die? That's what I say. Now, if it doesn't fall through, Bob Arum's old butt was like, yo, we got, we got Manny Pacquiao over here. You know what I'm saying? How would you feel? What, what would you rather see, May, Mayweather and McGregor or Pacquiao and McGregor? I'd rather see Mayweather because I think this is the first time we'll actually see him knock somebody out. In a long time. In a long time. In a long time. I'm not even going to count the Victor Ortiz knockout. I think this will be the first time. I count it. I count it. It was... I guess uh, the new kids would say a world star moment. It was pretty funny. (laughs) It was a good little knockout. One-two combination. So, I think... think, 
Why is Pacquiao even having his main name mentioned when it comes to Conor McGregor? I think Pacquiao's English is so bad sometimes that Bob Arum just knows he ain't going to understand what he's talking about. Like he's just, I don't even, I bet you Pacquiao knows nothing about this at all. He's going to be like. Pacquiao, I mean, Mayweather and McGregor fighting makes more sense because of both. Money wise. You got money, money wise, wise. And you got top. two people who talk the most trash between yeah. two different sports. <laughs> the press conference so will never even get that, into the, the date or well, the weights yeah, or nothing. Press conference, It'll just as be far a, as leading and building up to the fight, I can see that happen more. I can see that being more entertaining. Manny Pacquiao. How many times would they push him? each other in the press conference you think between Mayweather and McGregor? I don't know, man. But Can you say Mayweather McGregor 10 times real fast? No, I'm not going to do it. But at the same time, last time Mayweather stood in with Victor Ortiz, then he put his hand on around his throat. Yeah, he, he, so you never, you never to, know how disrespectful him. Yeah, the, the, the disrespectfulness could show up. So you think I, I showed up in court that. when they were like, the chick was like, what did he do? Well, it's right there. Just pull up that face. <laughs> That's my comedian. That would have been way better. And you know, when, yeah, I'm okay. We're not going to attack Mayweather <laughs> right now. It's, somebody got it. Hopefully, if not, tell me I suck at talking smack 101 on Twitter.com. Now, let's move forward away from this jibba jabba on fighters we don't care about. Let's talk about. We had some trouble in paradise. It's going to be part of Ward Kovalev. Watch. So, one of the couple things that I posted up the night before last. Now, you told me it was kind of old, but at the same time, it was trouble in paradise as far as John David da- Jackson repping where? Town. Tagtown business, John David Jackson, which is Sergey Kovalev's trainer from Tacoma, Washington. We always shout him out. It was apparent that he had, it was said that he had reached out to Ward's camp to ask about the train. That was the original report. That was the original report, but then he came so out Before the fight, that. and that's from that side of the camp, they said before the fight, they they said they felt uh, the essence or the, the, you know, it was in the air that he wasn't happy there. They took it a real patriotic approach, you know, being the only American out you know what I'm saying? And that's all the rushes there. I guess he felt out of place, but then I guess the flip flop on the stories now, right? So the second part of the story was John David Jackson said, Hey, nah, what me? Ward's, com- Ward's camp reached what out me? to us and they wanted us to train. Who's my favorite boxer as of right now? Sonny Hill. Oh, Andre Ward. Andre Ward. I'm not even going to acknowledge you on most of the stuff that you say. If Andre Ward reached out to John David Jackson to have him train it, that shows lack of a confidence. lack of confidence. Because one, you did win a controversial decision against it. I'll give you that. When you watched it, it could have went either way. But if you soundly beat him like you said you did, why are you trying to reinvent the wheel? Now we've you had heard, a regiment now that we have already, heard firsthand, and then you want to take what he did and try to bring it into your camp. So who's playing mind games? Now, we've heard first round, uh, firsthand, actually, on uh, episode eight, Save Tacoma Boxing Club, that John David, we know where he's from and what he's capable of doing and stuff he gets involved in. And this is parts of the story. So do you think he would say that and then deny it? Because that, you know, you can tell the truth in court of law either. But at the same time, is he that real and wouldn't flip flop on his zoo? I don't know. I, I don't know the man personally. All I know is if those rumors are getting out. It's just like, they, just like how they say, what is it, 90% of stereotypes That's are right. based off some truth. That's right. So there's it's some truth a, in there. Somebody reached out to somewhere. It's fact. At the same time. So if there's right. trouble in paradise as far as Kovalev's camp, mm-hmm. how how is he going to prepare? And is it how is it going to affect your training when the Kovalev watch? What's the, what's the time? All I know is that? whoever is the one... Playing the mind games, they might be winning. They might be winning because there's a language barrier between two, one trainer 
and fight her when there isn't on another one. So, and also the other dude, they, uh, he's been nicknamed by the Russian son of judges, uh, SOG, you know, just with him getting his name away. SOJ. SOJ, SOJ. That's right. But anyways, I digress. That's going to be 16 days, 18 hours and 15 minutes away. So that's like two weeks. Two weeks away. Three weeks. So Three weeks. by the time you guys hear this, it'll be the first of June. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be the first of June by the time you guys hear this. So we are already in the month. Sixteen days. Then we got days, sixteen days on I'm top sorry. of that. So, with that being said, now let's talk about what's coming up this weekend. We have Superman on a fight card. First on that fight card is the Colombian leader Alvarez versus Jean Pascal, a tested veteran who fought. Kovalev, he fought Chad Dawson. Let's see, he knocked him out easy in the first round. He fought Fonfar, who's fighting again uh, this weekend. And then uh, let's see, who else did he beat? He beat uh, a couple good names in there we got. Let's pull it up. Now, Andre Fonfar, a tough-tested guy who is coming off his loss from Joe Smith Jr., who uh, sent Bernard Hawkins into the deep darkness of blackness out the ring. What a big win. Who who was that? He's always off work probably right now since it's take two. But... Do you think construction workers in New York really just like whistle like girls when they walk by? I don't see why not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask him one day. So this is this you said is some of the stereotypes are based on truth. Don't so keep that so going. the stereotype also is there's a lot of hot girls walking around New York City. It is. I we need can, to relocate the show. I'm definitely down. I went when I, I had a layover coming back from Brazil and I was in New York for six hours and met up one of my homegirls in Harlem. The train ride that I took from JFK or LaGuardia, wherever I was, I think it was JFK to Harlem. I, it was like eight o'clock in the morning. I have never seen so many beautiful. I feel like women. we got that in L.A., San Diego, because I remember doing that stuff. Just getting up, going to Walmart, getting gas, and like the chick behind the counter. I'm like, you know, I see you're, L.A. is I'm fake. Like, though. I'm like, you, you know, you're pretty, right? You should be working at a gas station. I see, I see L.A. is fake. These are just beautiful, thick women from all different races that I've seen on this train. And I was sitting there amazed, even at eight o'clock in the morning. Okay, okay, we'll give them that. We'll give them that. But the first fight. A leader Alvarez versus Jean Pascal. So Jean Pascal is a proven vet. 31 wins, 4 losses, 18 KOs. Now, this guy has Sergey Kovalev twice on his record. Lucian Butte, Bernard Hopkins twice, mm-hmm. Bad Chad Dawson. Bernard Hopkins, the second time they fought, they uh, he did push-ups a couple times between rounds because uh, Pascal was looking a little fatigued. But at the same time, you got a man who's top, whose nickname is The Alien, so he's always doing weird no, stuff, no. so you never know what kind of... Wait, are you making a reference between him and prison that he might have been probed? Was that? Oh, sorry, that's just me, my bad. Now, let's move forward. Mr. Alida Alvarez from Colombia... Should get an easy win out of an old Jean Pascal that we should see maybe start to consider retirement. I think he's about two years away before he gets Roy Jones out of first the game. Of all, first of all, did you just did you just assume that I was in the same boat with you? Um, Elite we are Alvarez riding is, right Elite now. Elite Alvarez is twenty two and zero, but he only has eleven knockouts. So you're gonna say Jean Pascal is gonna have a non senior moment? My man, my man has eighteen KOs. That's just four less than the man's fights that okay. you have. Okay. Yeah, I'm taking John Pascal over that. He seems to be more tested. I'll tell you what, John Pascal always comes in looking good. He's uh, always going the distance. This has been an issue of his because he he relies on his power. But when you got these guys are the same age, so I don't know. I don't know what a leader Alvarez has been doing with his life for, for the, to finally get here with that. So many he, fights. yeah, leader Alvarez is only a year younger. That's right. John Pascal is 34. Well, leader Alvarez is 33 at right now. 
It's about who's got it hungrier, and I think the younger guy does, because he was hoping to score a fight with Adonis Stevenson uh, as being the number one contender for the WBC, but somehow, well, not somehow, money talks. Andre Fafara got it for the rematch because the first fight was so exciting. That's why the universe has spoken. It's going to make sure he wins. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Now, there's already been a few ripples in the universe that took some destinies off track. We've seen one is uh, Kurt Cetus. He was supposed to be Tommy Langford, but now he got a title shot. But let's talk about Superman, Adonis Stevenson, getting his rematch. Well, Fonfara getting his rematch for a big title shot. But also, this is a setup to keep him relevant, I assume? To keep who relevant? Superman. Adonis I know he Stevenson died in the last Batman movie, but... he's Adonis Stevenson is only relevant because he holds the WBC what? title. The lineal. The lineal WBC title. As far as in my heart, he's not, he's not relevant in my perspective. All he does is run his mouth, which you know for a fact that I don't like. Ooh. Runs his mouth. But yeah, when your favorite fighter is Mayweather? I don't get it. I don't understand. Oh, but does oh, Mayweather it, make, the, make it happen? Yeah, it's true. May, Mayweather makes it happen. Well, okay. Adonis Stevens has been talking a lot, and then it took a long time for this. Andre. It didn't even take that long for Andre Ward and Kovalev to happen. That is true. But at the same time, at light heavyweight, Adonis Stevens mm-hmm. has been sitting there with that WBC just title. Just chilling for a while, Just chilling. Just kicking back and in Canada. And all you can do is talking about, because they've been talking about fighting for about four or five years now. That's right. Didn't fall through the first time. Some people say he jumped ship to PBC to avoid the fight. That's the word on the street B. Well, the championship fight right now we is the rematch. About, I remember when we were talking about how Danny Garcia vacated all the belts at 140. To avoid Victor Postal. What happened so to Lucas Petitia? Ducking ain't, ducking ain't the first thing. That's right. Hey, even though I like him, Kendall Alvarez hey. vacated all his titles to avoid Triple G. Ducking ain't easy. That's going to be the new phrase for the 10-man award. But. Ducking ain't easy. Ducking ain't, ain't easy. Do it. Oh, I forgot to mention the Bambi legs. Well, we'll talk about that in a second. We have a new ward coming up called the Bambi legs. But let's talk about Superman here, Adonis Stevenson. This should be. He should get this win, right? I think he should. He should get this win. That, like I have nothing else to say. I think he should. Andre this should from be pretty far. good. Andre from far. We know you're the Polish prince. We know you come this to show all, up. But this is, now Andre from far. You got Chad Dawson. Joe Smith Jr., Nathan Kevlar, Shazer Chavez, mm-hmm. and he already did fight uh, Donna Stevens. So, right. so you got na- you got names on your record. He's been on but the stage before. At the same time, is this is all Adonna Stevenson has. So I'm basically just solely riding on that the fact that he knows he needs this belt to stay relevant. Now the winner of this does face the the rematch, the Kovalev Ward winner. Uh, who, who do you think? Well, we got 16 days to decide who we think is going to win this, but. Who would you rather see him fight of the two? So, as far as Andre Ward and Sergey Kovalev, I'm gonna take my original pick. I want to see Andre Ward win, but I would like to see Sergey Kovalev and Adonis Stevenson fight, just because I think that's overdue and needs to happen. Well overdue. And I also want to see Stevenson get knocked out. Okay, okay, okay. You just want to see him get knocked out by a white dude? This is weird coming from you, I guess. Well, but I mean, hey, I'm only racist. Wait, so you want Kovalev and him to fight? So you want Andre Ward to lose? No, I. So who's on I told first you exactly. On... I told you exactly what I wanted. I want Andre so Ward to win, but I would rather I would rather see Sergey Kovalev fight Adonis Stevenson. Okay. Because okay. either way, Andre Ward and Sergey Kovalev cleans out Adonis Stevenson. I feel on like that's pal- your inner look, conscience kind of listen, just saying that as, you think Ward's going to As our power for power rankings, we both have 
Ward number one. Ward, and we still have Sergey Kovalev. Number two. Number two. Adonis where Stevens is, is his where? Is he even in the he's, power? He's, he's not, not in the top 10. He ain't even top 10. Not even top 10. No. Not even top 15. Not even. We're not, nah, we're not even yeah, talking. We're going to, yeah, okay. We can get down to it. Top we're, 15 pound for pound, no. But I want to talk about the new inspiration we got from an MMA fight that I saw. It's going to be posted on the page. It was, it just go check it out. Facebook.com. It was, the dude got the bammy legs. So He was dancing like he was so, synchronized. I want to give a shout out to my homegirl, Melissa, who always takes care of me when I come to Portland. Uh, just had a brand new baby born. Also, Zeke, uh, shout out to you guys. So we're all out at the club one time. This is one of those times where I took an edible and I thought it wasn't tra- I thought it was weak and I had a lot to drink. And then all of a sudden it hit me probably about an hour or two later. And I literally went mute. Like I, <laughs> I like I, I couldn't talk just for a simple fact that I was trying to keep my life together and stop from falling off the edge of the world. Now, it's you, the end you of, leave end the of the flat night. earth? Is that <laughs> yes, off the flat earth. Okay, I was, okay. So at the end of the night, we see this girl drunk as hell. I don't, I don't even know what it is. But she's walking in hills, very high hills. Trooper. And then she cannot walk. She Her ankles were given out. And it looks like she was the first time she ever tried to walk in hills. And then the whole thing had gave me a flashback. It reminded me of the scene, you know, we're, we're a little bit older. So depending on who our crowd is listening to, if you guys ain't never seen the movie Bambi, when the deer just first started to learn how to walk and the legs wasn't cooperating with the mind and they were, they was trying to do, she had Bambi legs. And then, so one of the originators of the Bambi awards, which we just started is the, the current holder of the Bambi awards right all, now. All time. All time is going to be Zab Judah. Zab Judah. Versus now, I like Zab Judah a lot. Now the, I don't know who's who, but the fight was uh, Bojan, Velikovic, something, and then Nico. I'm going to assume the dude with the bandit legs is Nico because one's a white dude. Not, not going to work here Looks anymore, like a brother. Neither one of them are American, so I guess technically that's not a white dude or a brother. But he he was doing like the little side side. You remember at the end of uh, what's, the, what's the sequel to Get Get Shorty with uh, uh, Be Cool? Be Cool. At the end when Vince Vaughn cut on fire. And he's dancing. That that was the same dance, just no fire. No fire at all to keep it hot. And that's what we're talking about, the sweet science. You know where to hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101. We're on Instagram, Squared Circle 101 as well. Or some feedback on Gmail. Guess what? Squared Circle 101. We want to see some rate, reviews, listen, subscribe on iTunes, Google Play. Let us know how you feel. One star, five stars. It's the three stars I'm scared of because then it's just... Yeah, I guess. It's lukewarm. For that, that, I will spew you out of my mouth. That's what I, I for it's you. It's okay to hate. You can say whatever you want. I can take it till I respond anyways. And mm-hmm. also, since we're here, man, I would like to apologize for last week. We was trying to get our stuff together. Our, our producer, Firstborn, wasn't in the lab. It was our first time without him. And I, I'm mad at him right now, but it's all right, though. I'll, Just I'll picture let, Zoolander with uh, when Owen Wilson and uh, Ben uh, <laughs> trying to open up, trying on, to open on the, up the computer. computer that was us trying to find to the record button. But we follow, follow us on Snapchat. I'm uh, Shooter underscore SC101. Don't ever we, we open a Snapchat for me. It wasn't meant for you. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. It, or don't open it up in public or at your job. Make sure you're by yourself if you open if it up. If I see a screenshot, okay. That's no, fine. but if you look at the Snapchats, man, we're, we're struggling with technology. We're not old like that, but I don't know what the hell I'm doing half the time. If it, I, I know cell phones, that's about it. But the cell phone means download the apps. Squared Circle, it's available in your iOS and Google Play Store. That's where you find the KTFO section. The FOTY, which is Fight of the Year. 
you need to check it out. It's your one-stop spot. People are like, I don't know what it does. Okay, you open it up, just like any app or video game. What do you do? You press buttons and you figure it out. It says upcoming exactly. fights. Exactly. Well, oh. we, you know what? For some old part, we're pretty good, but we're not that good. So whenever we talk about the rankings, some of these names come off the top of our head. But mm-hmm. there's this portion in there where it's like it's 15 deep between all the weight cla- between all the weight classes and also the title holders. So from WBC to IBO, IBF, WBO, WEA, it shows all the top contenders of every every title holder and then also in every weight class and division. So that's also in check the it app. out. But because every week we are in the lab bubbling getting this sweet science going and make sure you hit us up follow us everywhere you know where to find us anything if it says podcast search square circle one we're gonna be there and that's gonna be seen we are